this day be? This is a Talk About God podcast, or Talk to God, Talk with God, Talk, 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 God, God, God. Um, anyway, so the election, who else is overwhelmingly excited about this? Um, just to kind of keep my personal opinions on that particular, um, hot mess out of the equation, I will not state who I'm voting for, but I will encourage you, um, to learn about each candidate fully learn like actually research I know that everybody loves Facebook and these things but that's not proper research that's bogus dig um make your decision based off of hard evidence and not personal opinions and um I know that in the state of Kentucky which is where I am yay um there is a new law that they've put on the ballot for us to all vote on and entertainingly enough it's not really vote discussed very much at all um so i did a wonderful deep dive down the rabbit hole um last night on this particular marcy's law um and I can say that personally coming from a background in the legal world um, and working in an attorney's office, for me personally, I don't know. I, I think that there are good points in the law, but there is so incredibly much gray to it. It is the world's hardest thing, quite literally, incredibly hard to... Um, truly understand exactly what this particular law is for it has so much gray that it it made my head hurt I'm not gonna lie it made my head hurt so bad so you know of course my husband and I were talking about it and the law and you know all these things and um what it meant and you know what our personal opinions were on it and this and that another and of course I'm that person's like well I'm not well informed I can't talk to you about this right now um but by the end of it I got very frustrated at the law itself and it's not that it's a bad law it's not that it doesn't have good things it's just the fact that if we're gonna keep throwing crap at a wall and just hoping something sticks it's just not gonna work and while this could be a fabulous law, oh my gosh, they could they could make it so wonderful right now in its current form. It terrifies me because, again, when it comes to law, I don't want to see a bunch of gray. I don't. It's either right or it's wrong. That's what I that's what I need to see. And for me personally, um, Marcy's law is not. So if you are voting in the great state of Kentucky or anywhere and you see this Marcy's Law on the ballot or do your research before you go to vote, please. Um, If it's on the ballot, I encourage you to read it yourself, just like your Bible. Be well informed. Don't take someone else's opinion or words as gospel truth. Um, Know that the only truth in this world is God. And so you have to educate yourself and know as a Christian 
that the rights we are given were given to us in this great country by God. Not by anybody else, not by the Constitution. The Constitution was set up in order to protect um, us. It was set up so that the government would not overstep um, and encroach upon our freedoms. But ultimately, those freedoms were not given to us by the government. They were given to us by God. So, again, just educate yourself. Um, Know what it is you're voting for and whom you are voting for. Um, You know, I don't know. A lot of things have changed over the years. And um, between political parties and it's just, (laughs) it's been a freak show. Um, and it started long before Trump ever entered into office, so we'll be clear about that. Um, this has been something that's been going on for many, 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 many moons. Um, but if it is something that worries you or concerns you in any way or anything of that nature, just know that God is good. I mean, he really is. I I cannot fear the future or tomorrow because my God tells me time and time again, do not fear for the Lord your God is with you. Um, and I'm thankful for that because let's be honest, I'm a very pessimistic person by nature. And the only optimism I have in me is 100% Jesus. That is why I have become more optimistic over the years, and it has not been my own doing. Um, But I do trust. I trust that... That was a small um, interrupting break. But anyway, I trust that our nation is great, um, not because of us, but because of him. And just knowing that we are one of the only countries in the world founded on his truths is really, really awesome. And I'm so unbelievably thankful. I mean, just if you could take a minute. And think about how different your life would be if you were, I don't know, born in Togo, Africa. Like a couple of children that I love so dearly and enjoy um, supporting and, you know, breathing God's word into and things like that. Um, Their world and their life looks so vastly different than mine. So I am unbelievably thankful and unbelievably blessed just to get to be born in the United States. Something that others die, literally are willing to die to get. I was given day one, no question. That's amazing. And I think that a lot of us take that um, for granted. We really do. I know I have, um, even myself taken that for granted and so that's why it is very important one to be thankful um but two to 
not just sit idly by with your rights at stake. Because again, our rights were given to us by God, not by man. And so the right to vote, like any muscles, you put it this way, like any muscles, if you don't execute them, you don't, you don't work them out, you don't use them, they get weak and you lose them. So I know this year, I feel like everybody who's voting, a lot more people are, which is great. I'm so happy to see it. Um, I feel like the last election was not the same way. Um, but don't just vote for the big stuff, guys. Vote for the small stuff, too. Educate yourself about your senators, your representatives, your school board. Um, everything. Because it all matters. And the more that we stand as Christians, whether we agree on different political parties or what the case may be, I mean, that is something that's never going to happen, let's be honest. That doesn't matter. But as Christians, we need to stand and we need to vote and we need to speak up and we need to be willing to love one another and to... Show the world that we are just as valuable as everyone else, even though we don't scream about it. I mean, I was told I couldn't go to church for, I felt like months. I don't know. It felt like an eternity. Um... Did you see me rioting in the streets and protesting and, you know, all these? No. No. Because for a while I respected their decision. And then after a while it started to be a bit ridiculous. But, um, that's just a whole, a whole other thing. (laughs) And I'm sorry, I won't even go there. I will, I'm sure I'll go there at some point, but I'm not going to go there right now. Um, the political hot mess is enough. We don't need to discuss my personal opinions on why I don't feel like watching church online is sufficient. Um, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Love you, uh, Stephen Furtick. Elevation Church. Whoop, whoop. Um, Transformation Church with Pastor Mike. Um, Michael Todd. Another huge fan right here. Um, but there is something to be said about community and gathering and being able to be there for one another and pray for someone and over someone and speak life into them and those are things well apparently I'm going there those are things that you don't get when everything is on a screen having church for me personally my sole method of being fed if that is through a a screen to me that is a watered down faith and I'm not a fan of that that's not what I want I want the community I want the relationship I want the the ability to do life with people and to have them really know me and be able to see when I'm struggling and, you know, hold me accountable 
And I guess that's what the world doesn't want, though. I mean, of course, yeah, you can do church online. You'll still get the message and you move on with your life. But yeah, that's just going to make you feel good so you can check off boxes. Ah, I did church today. When really, if you were physically in a church building, someone could see the way you behave and call you out. And you don't want that. So anyway, sorry. That's my soapbox speech on that one. Um, Regardless, I'm so thankful that I get to go to church again um, and physically be in worship with other people but of course I'm wearing masks and all these things when I do it um and taking the necessary precautions but it's the same thing that I do when I go to the grocery store and so I feel like if I can go to the grocery store I should be able to go to church if I can go sit in a movie theater I should be able to go to church and do I go every single week Nope. I try. But we've already established that um, the devil is a crafty one and will help me figure out ways to justify why I'm not doing what I need to be healthier and stronger in my spiritual walk. It doesn't make God love me any less. I don't want anyone to ever think that like if you're in your bible every single day and or not there is no special method here so please make no mistake i'm not giving you answers um i'm just merely stating that if i were to go to church every week right go to church every sunday i go to church every wednesday i i don't know host a bible study on top of that i just church it up that doesn't make me more loved by god than the person who cries out to Jesus because I don't know they're a mom at their wit's end trying to raise kids alone or you know whatever the case may be we are all loved no matter what and I think that's one thing that we get messed up and we get confused is the fact that God loves each and every one of us equally Because if we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then he looks at us and he sees Jesus. Now, with that said, here's where I'm going to get into the controversy that people hate for me to talk about. Buckle up. Um, Personal opinion, I could be wrong and I will answer, trust me, I will answer for everything that I've ever done and you will too. Um personal opinion if I'm told that I have to turn and repent and repent literally means 180 walk away from it stop doing it repent of your sins and you will be forgiven and that if you don't repent of your sins you you risk damnation right so If I read the Bible and I know what the sins are because I read the Bible and I know what God says. And then I turn around and justify. And I qualify my own sins based off of a worldly view. And then I stick my fingers in my ears and go la 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 la. Every time someone tries to lovingly guide me out of it or I... um, you know, 
react badly and I get angry and I berate them and I tune them out and I shut them out and I treat them awfully um, because of these things. And I never, here's the thing, if I never repent from that sin and turn from it, then I got an issue. Now, I'm not the judge, so I can't I can't say what that will be um, as far as what the punishment is, but I just know that if Jesus tells me like he told Mary, right? Sin no more. It's all good. I'm not going to stone you to death. I'm not going to kill you. Like, yeah, you've had a horrible life. And I mean, by Jewish law, do you deserve to die? Yeah. But guess what? Not a single person here is sinless. And I will not cast the first stone at you. The person who was sinless, the one who was sinless, refused to cast that stone. Instead, he forgave her and said, sin no more. And what did she do? Did she go right back to doing what she was doing before? Did she go, okay, thanks, and run right back into a, you know, married man's arms and whatever? No. What'd she do? She followed Jesus. That's what she did. From that point on, she followed Jesus. She gave up what she was doing and chose something better. It's pretty cool. Now, it's hard to do. Trust me. Coming from a girl who... Oh my goodness. I don't even know that I really want to get into all of it right now. But, um, let's just say God has forgiven me tenfold. I mean, I, I don't have the ability to count the times that he has forgiven me and not just forgiven me but restored me that is huge the fact that he restores if you are willing to lay aside the things that you not uh this is right um because yeah and uh, uh, uh listen he was the author of truth of right of good you don't get a say in that You just don't. Like, my good is only subjective to what I deem as good. Is it good for me? Does it make me happy? Nope. You know, family moving out of state, um, you know, 12, 16 hours away. Was that good to me? I don't know. I mean, a lot of people have their own opinions. Some could say no because you don't get to see them as much. But guess what? For the person moving 16 hours away, you ask them the same question. Their answer, totally different because it's subjective. It's all about your own personal perspective. I don't want a truth, a moral code based off of humanly ridiculous perspectives. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I want fairness. I want truth. I want light. I want life. And I want it to be something that's not dependent on me. Because I will fail. So. 
that's my rant for today. Um, vote. Educate yourself. Pray on it. Please don't just walk in as a Christian and just scribble something down and walk out with no thought and no direction from God. And if he tells you something you don't want to hear, guess what? I'm not really thrilled with burying my soul um, in what I feel like is my um, audio journal for everyone. But if it manages to help even one person see that navigating this life is crazy hard, but with God is so doable then it's worth it. It's worth it. So listen to him. Even when it's hard, get in the word. Again, you version. Amazing. Amplified Bible. Also amazing. And if all else fails, find some friends to disagree with. Because being a Christian isn't about everyone having the same thought processes and whatnot. It is not a brainwashing experience. It's an awakening experience that you learn to love each other despite your differences. And crazy thing, you can actually appreciate someone for their differences and love them even more because of them. Something the world doesn't tell you, huh? Get in the word. I pray that God be with you this day. And um, as always, that you are keeping your eyes open to see him, your ears open to hear him, and striving to know him better.